What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. Alright guys, so let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys, what technical block would be awesome to see come to Minecraft? Now, I opened this one up. This is general technical block, not necessarily a redstone oriented block, just a technical block in general, um, which I thought would be a really cool thing to explore since this update, update 1.21, is going to be sort of a technical slash combat update. And I've been talking a lot lately about the combat system, and I'm going to continue talking about the combat system and changes that could happen there. Um, But I did want to look at what you guys thought about future technical blocks. So this is what you guys had to say. Void Strider says, I think a teleportation block. You could craft it with copper and three ender pearls, and could teleport you five to ten blocks away, depending on how charged it was. That's actually really interesting. I like that it's not teleporting you super far away, and I probably would make it a little further than ten blocks. Maybe up to maybe about twenty blocks, or maybe even twenty-five to thirty blocks. Um, but it would be really cool to be able to get around, say, a large base or a large um, build rather quickly maybe you could set this up to be some sort of uh, puzzle so that you have to figure out um, how to use the teleporters to get out of it you know sort of like the the portal game um, it, I see this it could be really really cool and charging it to to make it um, to, to make it teleport you further away or maybe it could be more like the uh, the nether respawn anchor. Um, where you have to charge it in order to actually teleport. Uh, Maybe you uh, charge it with enderpearls, and that kind of gives it the teleportation um, energy that it needs. That's a really cool idea. Minecraft.wiki says, maybe a non-stackable item filter, because it will make things a lot easier. Finley says, a double piston. It would push blocks two blocks, and the silk piston. If the silk piston pushes a button, rail, etc., it would simply just move it instead of breaking it. That would actually be really cool. A silk touch kind of piston that doesn't break those um, smaller blocks would be kind of neat. Devil Girl says, I want locking chests. We do have ender chests, but the thing about ender chests is you cannot share it between players. A locking chest would be a way to share chests between players. I think that would be really cool. James J says, a block dispenser. It dispenses blocks into block states and not entity states. So what you're looking at here is an auto builder, essentially. Um, Which, you know what, we're getting an auto crafter. We may get an auto miner one day. Why not get an auto builder? (laughs) Michael says, Skulk redstone that is buffed like the piston pushes further and the observer sees further and can react on specific blocks. Brother says a security camera block that gives you a notification when it sees an entity and lets you see through it. That would be kind of cool. Geekson says I would like to see a new type of piston that can push obsidian and ancient debris but not netherite blocks and bedrock. Lucas says an auto miner block. Naomi says, a wireless redstone or an underwater redstone dust. We kind of already do have wireless redstone in the form of skulk sensors, but I haven't seen a lot of people use it as such. 
Um, so yeah, it would be kind of interesting to see underwater redstone dust, definitely. I, and I think the common idea there is a redstone wire, so it, the dust doesn't wash away. You have a wire instead. Um, but we don't have that, so that's that's one thing that uh, would be really cool to have. And finally, B-Man says a hopper that whenever it's filled up, the items flow out with no delay so that for big farms you don't have to create a slow dispenser mechanism. Well guys, thank you so much for these ideas. And guys, if you want your ideas to be read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in an upcoming episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so let's get into the main discussion of this episode, guys. It's a big one. Last week, they released a new snapshot, Minecraft Snapshot 23W45A. And this one brought uh, two, well, let's <laughs> say two, a lot of different things that are huge for the game. Um, probably the, um, the key things that they revealed in Minecraft Live were finally brought to, um, to a snapshot for us to play around in. Now, I haven't played around with this yet, but I have seen plenty of videos where people have, and I am very excited for these features. So let's read some of the uh, notes from this snapshot article. It says, we're happy to share another snapshot, this time offering an early look at some exciting new adventures waiting for you underground in the form of trial chambers. Trial chambers are designed to be challenging moments of combat and exploration hidden medium deep below the surface of the overworld. Trial chambers bring new decorative and lighting blocks, new trial spawners to deliver a different style of multi-mob fights, and the bushy-browed breeze, a new mob specific to trial chambers, which will add quite a bit of chaos to your combats. So yeah, this brings the trial chambers and everything that the trial chambers was going to bring. And guys, it's a lot. Having watched a few playthroughs of the trial chambers, I am so excited to see these come to the game. Now, trial chambers actually, like they said, they're buried medium deep below the surface of the overworld. From what I've seen in videos, they are about around the level where deep slate begins so it won't be that difficult to find them i do have some thoughts on um one critique that i have about finding trial chambers but again these are not supposed to be very rare structures and not that difficult to find medium deep below the surface of the overworld obviously that means right where the deep slate begins is kind of that medium deep level so that's really really good to hear and also, the breeze is super, super cool. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the breeze. 
Um, this is the notes from the uh, article on the Breeze. The Breeze is a cunning, hostile mob that can spawn via trial spawner in some rooms within the trial chambers. All right, so there will be rooms that are specific to the Breeze. Again, the Breeze is specific to the trial chambers. It will not be found, at, so far, it will only be found in the trial chambers, only in these rooms with its specific trial spawner. Um, so all the more reason to go find a trial chamber because these mobs are really cool. Uh, the notes go on. The Breeze moves primarily by leaping around the target, sometimes jumping quite long distances. An aggressive adversary, the breeze shoots volatile wind energy in the form of wind charge projectiles at its target. Wind charges deal a small amount of damage when colliding directly with an entity. After colliding with an entity or a block, wind charge projectiles produce a wind burst, which knocks back entities in the area by several blocks. Wind bursts also have the effect of activating certain blocks, and these blocks are non-iron doors and trap doors, which are flipped, fence gates are flipped, buttons are pressed, levers are flipped, bells are rung and swung, and lit candles, both standalone and on cake, are extinguished. Wind bursts do not have any effect on iron doors, iron trap doors, or any block being held in its position by a redstone signal. So there you go. That is the Breeze Mob. And having seen some of the combat with Breeze Mobs, I'm very excited to find one of these in gameplay because it's going to be so fun. They, don't, they aren't that powerful. I will say that the Breeze is not an overpowered mob by any means, but it will be challenging to fight because they are so mobile. And I, I think that they are more powerful indirectly. So the breeze shooting the wind charge projectile, the, the projectile is not powerful. It does not do a lot of damage. Um, again, the notes say a small amount of damage, but what it does do is produce this wind burst, which will actually not just knock you back, it might knock you upwards um, into the air, and then of course you'll fall and take fall damage. And that's where you're gonna have to be careful. Um, obviously, you're going to want to be able to catch yourself with a water bucket, something like um, I've seen people use scaffolding and even cobwebs to catch themselves. And cobwebs might be really, you know, handy uh, to fight the uh, the breeze mob now that I'm thinking about it because it's going to keep you in an area. It's going to kind of negate that um, knockback effect, I, I think. Um, I would have to put this into practice, but I think that a cobweb would kind of hold you in position and so if you want to tackle breeze mobs with a sticking yourself into combat uh, into a cobweb block and just maybe using a ranged attack against it that might be the strategy if you don't want to run around and get uh, thrown up in the air and have to save yourself with a water bucket clutch um, because that takes a bit of skill and especially skill that I don't have um, that might be a strategy to go after it but again these aren't super powerful mobs they are just very mobile. They jump all over the place. If you can get one cornered, then you've got it. A few good whacks with a diamond sword will take care of it, no issue. Currently, they do not have any drops. People are speculating that we'll get some sort of breeze 
rod because they look like they're related to the blaze and i think that they are related to the blaze um that somehow mojang is putting together a family of elemental mobs uh, we have the blaze for fire obviously in the breeze again for air all we need now is something for earth and um water and then we have a whole family of elemental mobs and that would be super cool because they do have kind of a similar um, a similar design to them. They are square heads that are floating over a series of rod-like uh, appendages, and then they're um, surrounded by their elements. So the blaze is surrounded by fire and flames, and the breeze is surrounded by a whirlwind. Um, so they, they seem to be related. It would be really cool if maybe in the end we saw a, an elemental, maybe the earth elemental or something like that. I don't know. It would be really cool to have one for each dimension and then the fourth one could come in a fourth dimension. I don't know. That's just speculation. But we do at least have two elemental mobs in Minecraft as of now. Um, so anyway, the Breeze, yes, a very cool mob. Um, definitely taking the role that the tough golem would have taken had it won um, a, pre, uh, a couple of Minecraft lives ago. Um, the, the tough golem, no, 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 it's the copper golem that I'm thinking. The copper golem was going to be running around pressing buttons. The breeze mob basically does that um, with the wind burst that affects, activates certain blocks, including levers, buttons, fence gates, doors and trap doors, bells, lit candles. Um, it, it does the same thing and more, just more chaotically. Um, so it's good to see that that mechanic is surviving, but I still do want to see these golems. <laughs> um, moving on, let's talk about the Trial Spawners. Now here are the notes about the Trial Spawners. Trial Spawner is a new variant of Monster Spawner that ejects rewards upon completion and can have variable levels of challenge in multiplayer. The challenge level will increase for each new player a Trial Spawner notices nearby. Challenge level will not decrease until it is reset during a Trial Spawner's cooldown. Unlike nor normal spawners, a trial spawner will spawn a limited number of mobs proportional to its current challenge level. It can only spawn a mob at positions that are within line of sight. It can spawn a mob regardless of any light level requirements the mob has. Spawn mobs are persistent. Once all the mobs are defeated, the trial spawner will eject a set of rewards proportional to the current challenge level. After the rewards have been ejected, the trial spawner goes into cooldown for 30 minutes, that's a long time, during which it will no longer spawn mobs. Trial spawners cannot be crafted nor obtained by players in survival. Instead, they can be found naturally placed throughout the trial chambers. Trial spawners are extremely slow to mine and resistant to explosions. They, they will not even drop with silk touch. When placed in creative, trial spawners have no mob set uh, type set by default. The mob type can be set by interacting with it while holding a spawn egg. Uh, creative and spectator players cannot be detected or noticed by trial spawners. So definitely um, very interesting uh, new feature here. Very different than the monster spawners that we all know and love and build awesome farms with. Probably my favorite farm in the game is just a skeleton spawner farm. Uh, so dependable, so easy to make. Honestly, the only farm in the game that I am I am at all competent in making um, is the skeleton is the skeleton spawner farm. 
and it, you know the loot from that is great. Also, the exp the experience isn't bad either. But this is very very different. You have the challenge level mechanic here. Um, if it's in a single player world, and I have watched people in single player tackle these trial spawners, they don't the 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 amount of mobs they put out. I would say is probably about five. If I'm remembering correctly, they probably do about five mobs per spawner. Which of course, if you're walking into a room full of spawners and you get them all activated, that's that could be about twenty mobs coming up at you. So you, it's not something to laugh at. But individual spawners on their own really don't spawn that many as far as I've seen and I could be mistaken and again these are just the features as they are right now as feedback rolls in from the player base and people playing with this um, they might change a few things uh, but as of now the trial spawners individually do not appear that difficult to tackle a common misconception that I have seen people uh, even going into these uh, snap snapshots uh, is that the trial spawner can be somehow programmed by placing blocks around it to change the mob that it spawns. That is a myth. It cannot, you cannot change the, tr the, the spawn. You cannot change the mob that it spawns. So don't even try it. It doesn't work. Um, I like the idea of having a long cooldown for the trial spawner because this isn't really meant for us to farm. This is meant for us to go into the trial chamber structure, go through a one run through and be done with it and maybe come back at, at another time another day and do it again so there's a replay a replayability but because it has such a long cooldown by the time you get to the end of the trial spawners they're probably not spawning behind you anymore in the rooms that you've already been in if you go through and have a good run through You've probably cleared the whole thing, and then maybe you can come back in 10 minutes and try again. So I do like that sort of built-in, okay, you've you've done this level, move on to the next level, because this level's not going to reactivate for a long time. And it's encouraging that kind of progression as if it were it as if it were its own game, right? So as if it were its own uh, dungeon crawler game. Once you finish a level in a normal dungeon crawler, you don't really stay, stick around and wait for those mobs to come back, those monsters to come back, or those enemies to come back. You move on to the next level. You level up, you gear up, you move on to the next level. It's the same thing with the chambers. Once you cleared a room, you get your loot, you move on to the next room. You don't stick around for 30 minutes waiting for that spawner to come up. You keep going. And I really like that they've built that in um, teaching us patience as well, and also encouraging us, hey, maybe you want to have three chambers going so you know where they all are. If you complete one, you don't want to wait around for 20 more minutes, go to the next one. Um, I like that a lot, and I'm, I'm glad that they did this. These are going to be structures that you're going to want to come back to over and over. It's not a one-and-done deal. It is you, you farm it by playing the game. That's that's what I'm seeing here. This is not something you you tear down the structure, you build your no your um your 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 kill chamber at the bottom. No, you play the game to farm these spawners, and I really really like that they've built this in in a very creative way. You're still free to tear down the structure if you want, but these trial spawners are still going to behave in this manner, so that if you want to farm them, you have to play the game. I really like that. Let's talk about the drops that these trial spawners have. Um, they, they, they do have some 
pretty good uh, rewards, I think. Sometimes they give you things like glowberries, I've seen, but then they do give you emeralds, they also give you diamonds, and they give you the trial key, which is something that is really, really cool and a lot of people have a lot of speculations about. Um, but the, So in order to get this loot, again, you have to defeat all of the mobs that have been spawned by the spawner. The spawner knows when you've defeated those mobs and it spits out loot. It's very, very simple. And again, this loot is going to scale with the number of players around it. Um, so you will always have something to share with your server mate or whoever's playing with you at the time. Um, and you don't have to squabble over who gets the loot, uh, which is really, really great. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I, I just think this is such a really good design. And I, I just want to applaud the developers for, for such a great execution on this. Um, let's talk about the chambers themselves. This is from, again, this article on Minecraft.net. Trial chambers are a new structure in the overworld where players can explore and take on combat challenges during the mid-game. I love that they have something for the mid-game. Mid-game does not get enough love. Usually people stick around in the early game and then just drop out of the game entirely, or they make a beeline for the end game and they skip everything in between. I love that we have something for specifically for the mid-game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trial chambers are made out of a variety of copper and tough blocks and can be found in different, different sizes from large to small. Trial chambers are relatively common to find throughout the deep slate layer of the underground. Again, sort of in that middle underground layer where the deep slate layer begins, that's kind of where you're going to start finding the trial chambers. Uh, relatively common to find too. That's really, really good. These are not going to be difficult. The layout of each trial chamber is procedurally generated and can include traps, reward chests, and a variety of combat spaces. Supply chests can be found between different rooms and give you blocks and items which help you navigate your trials. Reward chests are guarded by challenges in each room and can be a source of many high-level enchanted books, awesome, and equipment. The loot found in rewards chests are still being iterated and are absolutely not final. Okay, so if you're playing through the snapshot, don't get excited if you find mending books. <sighs> I really, really hope that they keep the mending books in there. Because people have been finding many books in these chests, and I, I, I just think that's perfect because mending books are going to be much, much harder to get uh, in this update or whenever they uh, finalize the new villager trades. Um, a lot of people were not happy about the villager cha changes, and I think this would be a good way to, one, kind of pacify the people who are not happy about the villager trade changes, and two, get people to get into the trial chambers and find more chambers um, because of those mending books. But I do think that the reward chest should be high-level enchanted books and equipment. That's great. It should be that because those things are going to be harder to get. Um each trial chamber will include trial spawners with a melee, small melee, or ranged category. So, three categories. Melee, small melee, or ranged. For the melee category of mobs that you could find, you have a zombie, husks, and slimes. Zombies, husks, and slimes. Those are your melee enemies. Small melee will be 
spider, cave spider, baby zombie, and silverfish. Those last two, baby zombies and silverfish, are my least favorite mobs to fight. Then we have the ranged. We have skeletons, strays, and skeletons with poison-tipped arrows. And from what I've seen, those can be really, really challenging. Each trial spawner category will only use one mob for the entire structure when, challenge, when, when generated, and these mobs are randomized for each trial chamber. For example, one trial chamber might only spawn zombies, cave spiders, and strays, while another might only spawn slimes, silverfish, and skeletons. The exceptions to this are some trial spawners in unique rooms which always spawn breezes. So breeze, breezes are kind of outside of these categories, but you will always find um, one mob out of each one of these categories in the trial chambers that you find. So you kind of know what you should prepare for when you get into that. You should prepare for something that's going to try to run up to you and hit you. Prepare for something that's going to be running up really quickly and hitting you, and they're very hard to hit. And also be prepared to deal with ranged enemies. So just your variety of skeletons. Uh, skeletons with poison-tipped arrows. Ugh, I hate those. <laughs> um, so that's the trial chambers. I do have one critique. Um, the ones, the people who I've seen play the snapshots and find the trial chambers, there is no official entrance to the trial chambers. And this is something I really wish that they would have an official entrance. Um, even if this entrance isn't sticking out into the surface of the world, what if they had it so that the entrance room to a trial chamber is always, um, within a cave system? So a cave system generates, and then they can do their, you know, jigsaw procedurally generated structure magic, and the door to the trial chambers always generates within that cave. So that if you're caving, and you, you have a higher chance of finding a trial chamber entrance. Now you still can just mine straight into it if you're just uh, strip mining or in a, another cave system and you just bump into one. Um, you can always just dig through the wall and find yourself in the hardest uh, room. But I like the idea of having a starting point. And there are rooms in the trial chambers that have uh, beds for you to res uh, respawn at and chests for you to store your, your loot. I really like that, and I wish that a starter room was one of those was when it was an entrance that you can walk right into out of a cave system put all your stuff away get geared up for the adventure ahead and maybe mark your mark your place and you know build it up so that it's it, you can have a whole area dedicated to just getting ready for the trial chambers instead of just having a hole in the ceiling somewhere like we do with uh strongholds but again it does, that's not necessary. That's just a little nitpicky uh, criticism that I have. Um, finally, we have the trial keys. The trial key is an item that can only be obtained from trial spawners. Trial keys do not currently have any functionality. Now, one thing about the trial key that I will say is very interesting is that it the design matches the design of the spawners. On the spawners, you have that little skeleton head looking thing. On the trial key, you have that same motif. So is the trial key going to be a way to lock a spawner to stop it from spawning? Will it be a way to activate a super spawner somewhere? Will it be a way to activate a portal? Or, and I kind of feel like this would be really interesting, if there were a, a, um, a, a 
friendly mob in the trial chambers that had its own little room. You collect these keys, and you bring these keys to this friendly mob. I'm thinking something like the rascal that was not voted in, uh, that was going to inhabit the mine shafts. If you bring the, the key to this key collector, uh, <laughs> whatever, this this uh, crypt keeper <laughs> kind of, kind of um, mob character, uh, then you get rewards from that or a lot of XP or something like that. I don't know. That would just be really fun to sort of lean into the, the dungeon crawler, you know, feel of the game. But anyway, guys, that's kind of just the overview of the trial spawners and my thoughts on it. And I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be really cool. I love the direction they're moving in with this update, and I can't wait to see more. Well, guys, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. If you have any ideas, questions, or comments, send them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.